I know some of you don't believe me. You would have to respond when I speak. That way we can have a wonderful service. Number two. Um, number two is that if the person joining with you is very active than you are, that person is allowed to take your blessing. In this atmosphere, overtaking is allowed. So make sure that you are vibrant and very ready to receive from the Lord. Praise God. Type amen if you heard me. Type loud and clear if you can hear me. And let's begin. I like to work with time, so like we did yesterday, it's 8.44, so I'm going to be using about 20 minutes to speak to you, then we pray. Hallelujah. And Apostle, once again, God bless you for putting such a program together. Bless you, Etonam. Bless you, Dorothy. Mr. Emmanuel, do say, bless you. The apostle himself, Batoya, bless you. Prince Autry, bless you. Everybody who's typing, the Lord favor you, Ben, bless you. All right, Genesis chapter 3. Father, we bless you. We give you all the glory and honor. May your name be exalted. No one can ever be blessed until the door of blessing is open. No one can be delivered until they are sent for deliverance. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Father, have your way. Holy Spirit, do your work. Touch everybody's life. May we live here transformed blessed and favored in jesus name amen hallelujah um genesis number three so oh, come with me to genesis chapter number three i'll read verse one verse two and uh, i'm using a stopwatch so that at least i can uh move in time so let's be quick on this i'll read verse one i'll read verse two and then i'll read verse three then I'll jump to verse 13. Okay, so Genesis chapter number three, the best one. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the, of the garden, verse two. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, Verse 3, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye eat, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Okay, now let's jump to verse 13. Same Genesis chapter number 3. So Genesis, the third chapter, and the fourth, 13th verse. And the Lord said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Verse 14. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Verse 15, come with me. I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now let's jump to verse 17. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. Underline or highlight, cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. The book of Genesis is from the Greek or, or origin, what we talk about 
uh, when we are talking about genes, genetics. So we have genesis, the beginning of things, the foundation of things. Now, um, tomorrow I'm going to take us a step deeper into foundations. We are going to stand on that to pray. But today is another day and we are taking a different dimension altogether. Now, we all know this story is a very popular story uh, between Adam, Eve, and the serpent. Now, I have a problem with this scripture. And the problem I have with this scripture is, God, three people have done something. Why do you come to them and then you curse the serpent? You say to the woman and to the man you are saying, curse the ground for thy sake. So he cursed the serpent, but he did not curse the woman. But for him to curse the man, because the origin of the woman is the man. The woman came out of the man. Now, for God to curse the man whom literally, by the written word, the Lucas, was made in his image and likeness, he had to now direct the curse to the ground because it is out of the dust of the earth that the man was formed. So he's cursing the origin, the fall, what constituted the fall. Now, follow me carefully. We're going to get into some wonderful things right now. Now, if you look in the mirror and you curse the person you see while you look in the mirror, who do you think you're cursing? You're cursing yourself. Because the one you see when you look in the mirror is you. So man is a reflection of God. So God couldn't have cursed man because in cursing man, he would have cursed himself and God cannot curse himself. So he cursed the ground, which was a component that houses man, which is the spirit, which was the breath that came out. So man is a tripartite being, is a body, soul, and spirit. The breath was the life of the spirit that made man a living soul. But the dust, of, the dust of the earth was what made man have a body, what we call ethereal body to work on earth. So God cares the origin because he knows that everything that has to do with man has to do with the ground. And for that matter, if you have to build a house, you need the ground. If you have to drive a car, you need the ground. If you, if you have to walk, if you have to walk, you need the ground. Everything that man has to do, even flights, will have to take off from the earth. There's nothing that has ever gained weight and momentum in space without gathering its power or taking off from the earth. So there is always man's activity surrounding the ground. Now, every one of us here, we are working a particular ground, and every ground has a meaning. And by the time I'm done preaching this message, you will look at your life, you will look back in life, you look at your family, you look at what is surrounding you, and you will tell the kind of ground you are dealing with. Now, is a curse be the ground for thy sake? Now, everything that has to do with the weakness of man, the destruction of man, the attack of man, and also the restoration of man has to do with four things. So Satan has four kingdoms. The kingdom of the east, west, north, and south. And we also talk about the terror by night, arrow that flies by day, pestilence that walks in darkness, persecution that wasted at noonday, Psalm 91. And we also have Ephesians chapter 12. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in higher places. Four. Am I communicating? So we have the demons that operate through the wind, demons that operate through sand, demons that or the dust. Demons that operate through water and fire, four. And the elements of creation are four. And four is the number of man. Because four, simply in the prophetic, is the fourth mansion. It's a place of encounter where man meets God. So three is the number of divinity. And one, adding to the three, making four, is the number of man, which is encounter with divinity. So anytime that Moses had to encounter God, when you read, the scripture and you study further, you realize that he went to the fourth mansion. The fourth mansion simply means the fourth realm to encounter God. So the devil operated through four, four systems. Now, when the earth or the ground was cursed, the ground broke into four grounds, and everybody might be working the ground until that ground is fixed or healed. And tonight I want to talk to you about fixing your ground. 
am I communicating? I want to talk to you about fixing your ground. So the first kind of a cursed ground is called the barren ground. When a man is working a barren ground or when a man is dealing with a barren ground or if you are dealing with a barren ground in your life, nothing works for you. You cannot marry. You will not get a school. You will lose everything in life. Anybody who is working a barren ground, nothing works for them. Can't start a shop, can't start a school. There's nothing you can start. If you're working a barren ground, no amount of good seed placed in something will produce for you. King Solomon of Israel made a very profound statement. He said, I've seen an evil on the earth. What is that evil? He said, it's the evil of a barren womb. Why? He said, no amount of good seed placed in a barren womb will produce. The problem is not the giver of the seed. The problem is not the seed. The problem is the ground receiving the seed. When the ground is barren, when the womb is barren, no amount of good seed placed in that womb will produce. It doesn't matter the number of seeds that is released into that womb. If the womb is barren, no amount of good seed will come. So people that are working a barren ground, this is always their story. They tell them, you are good for nothing. They say, you, are, you don't amount to anything. They say, you are useless. Nothing good comes out of you. Because no matter the investment, you can take them to all the best schools, surround them with all the best teachers, they will still not make it. Why? The problem is not even them, it's their ground. And every human being that is under the sound of my voice, you are working a particular ground in your life. And when you look at things, the way things are going in your life, you will be able to know that this is the kind of ground I'm dealing with. And so, when you are working a barren ground, nothing good works for you. Nothing good, nothing good works for you. That's the first ground. The second type of a ground is called the patched ground, P-A-R-C-H-D, patched ground or incomplete ground. Anybody that is working an incomplete ground, your life moves in circles. Your life moves in circles. Nothing good will ever come and stay in your hand. And so if you're working a barren ground, you can't buy a car. But if you're working a patched ground, you buy a car. But at the end of the month, at the end of the year, at the end of a season, at the end of a certain period, the car you bought, you will lose it. If you are working a barren ground, you can't start a shop. Patch ground, you start a shop. But the shop will get bent or you run at your loss and come back to square one. So barren ground, you can't start anything. Patch ground, you start from zero. You go to one. You go to two, you go to three, you go to five, you go to seven, you go to eight, you get to nine. Instead of moving to ten, you come back to zero. You never make progress. So when people are working a patch ground, it can reflect in their relationships, it can reflect in their marriage. Listen, one time there was a king in the Bible called King Adoni Bezek. This man had conquered many nations and wanted to add Israel, but God gave Israel power over this king. Now, when they caught King Adoni Bezek, they asked him, how have you been able to conquer these nations? So when I catch their leaders, when I catch their people, when I catch their warriors, when I catch their strong men, I cut off their tongue and I cut off their great toes. So I was asking the Spirit of the Lord, what does it mean to cut off the great toes of someone? He said he cut off their great toes so that they will lose their grip, so that they will not be fair, so that they cannot stand. And he said they cut off their tongue so that they can touch something but they cannot hold on to the thing. So when the leaders and the warriors are caught, they cut their tongue. And when their tongue is, is cut off, they can touch their weapon but they cannot hold on to the weapon. You cannot fight holding a weapon like this when your tongue is not laying a grip on it. So many people, you can touch marriage, but you cannot hold on to the marriage. Because you are working a patch ground, it's just like your thumb is cut off. You can touch it, but you cannot hold on to it. Barren ground, you cannot touch. Patch ground, you touch, but you cannot hold on to it. So when you find people, I met a woman who was telling me that, who was telling me that she, had, she has been in a relationship many times. Anytime she's in a relationship, it will not last more than six months. On the sixth month, something bad will happen. Anybody who is working a patch ground, your life moves in seconds. If you find people going through a series of miscarriages, they are working a patch ground. 
You start a job, you never finish, they'll sack you. You go to another place, you never finish, they'll sack you. You are working a patch ground. When you are working a patch ground, your life is miserable. As for barren ground, you know you lack the ability to have. So you may have the hope of looking out for solution at certain instances. But bar patch ground, you have you have that hope that you have started something and it's growing only for evil to pounce on you and you come back to square one. So when somebody is working a patch ground, their life is miserable. More miserable than even a barren ground. Why? Because you can start, but you never finish. And when a man is working a patch ground, there is nothing that you start and you finish. Like I said, your life moves in circles. And sometimes when people come to me and I am listening to what they are saying about their lives and all that, Sometimes you feel like they don't even know what is going on. Started 10 shops, all of them collapsed. You tried making something out of that, but all of a sudden you lost everything. You are working a patched ground. Every relationship, you have been in 10 relationships, all of them ended. You have been trying to to build a particular thing, it never goes anywhere. You are working a patched ground. People that work a patched ground, this is always their story. They say, oh, we nearly got there. They say, we almost got there. They say, they, they say that had it not been that or this, we would have. They are always close. Am I blessing someone's life? Then we have the third ground. The third ground is called the contentious ground. In as much as there are bad grounds, contentious ground is a very dangerous ground. Any man that is working a contentious ground, whenever something good is coming to you, Something bad will happen. Their life is promised and failing. They never get there. Sometimes you, someone, someone can work in an office for about two years, three years, five years. When it's time for them to promote them, when it's time for their promotion to come, someone from nowhere will just be, they'll bring somebody new and they promote the person. They say, this person has more qualification and you'll be staying at one place. A woman can stay with a man through toil and work with the man when the man has nothing. The moment the man got money, a woman from nowhere will come and snatch the man. One day, a man of God nearly committed suicide. He took the grace of God. He helped this lady through school. When the lady completed, the lady told him that you are not my class. I found somebody else who is, that's what we call contentious ground. When you labor and what belongs to you does not come to you. I've realized, man of God, that many people that are jealous, that become envious of others, about 50 50, 50% of them, it is not coming from a place of evil outright. Some people, it's only develops into the place of evil. How? Because you see yourself that you deserve something. And when it is time for that thing to be awarded you or rewarded you, it's rather given to somebody else. So now they become envious of the other. This is my position that has been given to somebody else. In fact, everything shows it is for you. But someone from nowhere come to stand in your spotlight. Whenever you have to shine somebody now shines in favor of you. Stands in your light and begin to shine in disfavor of you. Listen to me.
many of us i don't know how many of us about about six years ago miss universe steve harvey announced that the winner was i think colombia everybody was happy then he came back and said i made a mistake it rather belonged to croatia and the same people who are rejoicing with the country colombia were rejoicing with croatia they took the crown from the one that announced that the crown belonged to they took it from it and put it on the other person miss universe before the whole world somebody said yeah i heard miss universe i'm telling you that's what we call contentious ground even the judges were shocked but what is going on and there are many people your crown has been given to somebody else yet you deserve it the act of the spirit tonight is to take back what has been taken from you is to heal your land is to bring people back to where they fell from is to establish men what in what they have lost is to bring people back to where they fell from the act of the spirit tonight is to reinforce is to put back in place what has been displaced is to elect by grace and take men to the place they belong the act of the spirit tonight is to work on you to break a certain evil repeating cycle of evil in your life god is calling someone tonight from the place of a cursed ground to a fruitful ground i have seen people who deserve to be in certain places but are not that takes their office if you are working a contentious ground it's so sad people can sweat to a point listen there's a kind of promotion that when they give you you are like wow i never expected this but there's a kind of promotion that you work and work and work and you know that i've got it to time i deserve to be promoted or rather most somebody else who has not done anything the problem is that you are working that ground in your life somebody can be around a man just serving the man they are helping the man do everything for the way somebody has come to take the man away that was gone let me let me tell you this sad story there's a story of a woman who was believing the lord to marry in early 20s but nobody came she was now over 40 years she went for a prayer meeting when she finished when the service ended she was going home she was standing by the roadside it was an all night she was standing by the roadside waiting for cab to come that this young man pulled up in a black pants where are you going can i drop you off she was happy because she's been praying for her husband all these years and all the time she was expecting to get married she didn't the door did not open for her so now she went for all night praying and this is an encounter in the morning a, a very handsome man in a, in a nice car wants to give her a lift she thought her prayer has been answered they got talking the man asked her did you pray for me she said no but i prayed for a husband and the man also said oh i also don't know you but i was praying for a wife can we get to know each other jokingly they were clicking were vibing so the, the man said since we are all tired from the whole night let me go and rest and then after church tomorrow which is sunday i'll pick you up after church and then we'll get to talk to know each other she said okay do you know what happened man of god when the man came to the woman's house the woman who has been crying and waiting for her husband she was batting her friend who is way older than her 
her friend that she is more beautiful than went to open the door. Let me tell you this story. Is this year inclusive? I think it's the seventh year. The man fell in love with the other lady. Eh? A friend that went to open. The one he was coming to pick was, but the man fell in love with the, the friend who is way older than her who came to open the door. They are married for seven years. The other lady is still single. You have children, she's still single. I'm talking about contentious ground. And somebody does not really understand what I'm talking about. If God will open our eyes to see the things that should have come to us that never came to us, and because it never came to us, we don't even know that those things belong to us will be solved. This was a jackpot to break that thing. But she was working a ground which was not broken. The man came, fell in love with her friend who is older than her, married her, and she's still single. The last type of a ground is called the hard ground. If you are working a hard ground, things don't come to you when you need them. They come when you have given up on them. Am I blessing your life? Touch something if I'm blessing your life. If you are working a hard ground, things don't come to you when you need them. But when you have given up. So if you're a young lady, you are looking for a visa to travel outside at the age 19, 20, 25, 35, 40, you wanted visa to travel outside to do businesses and all that to school, you wanted a scholarship and all that. You didn't get you are now 82. Somebody is saying that I can work for you to travel outside and go to What are you going to do? Even the weather will help you go to your early grade. I met a young boy who was, who failed a particular paper for so many times. Later, he discovered that the, 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 the lecturer was, was, was trailing him that paper was his own uncle. And they met at a family funeral. And the man said that if I'd known you were my relative, I wouldn't have done this. I promise that anybody I know around me is going to help. By the time the man is telling the boy this one, he has already written about three papers and still failed the same thing. The time he wanted to graduate with his mates, he couldn't. And the man failed. Now, three years after, when I don't even want to write a paper again because it's like now I don't know what to do. I want to find something else to do. It's now that I'm discovering you are my you are my you are my relative and you are now telling me that you would have helped me if you had known. Why is it now that if you had known? Why didn't you know it before? It's called a hard ground. And some of you, you have you have noticed some of these things in your life, but have not paid attention. Only you, when your phone gets fault, they say they don't have your phone screen. You, you search everywhere, you don't have a full screen. When you stop using the phone and you get a new phone, that's when somebody will say, oh, I even want this full screen. I had one I was even looking for somebody to dash to. Only you, when your refrigerator gets spot. I'm telling you serious things. Only you, when your refrigerator, refrigerator gets spot. The motto that they ask you used to fix, that part that is spot, you can't find it. When there's a problem with your car, when you get this, oh, the product you used to fix this one, it's finished, it just got finished. It just got finished. It just got finished. Am I communicating? Am I saying the truth? Listen, you are working a hard ground. There are people who they, they wanted to marry and they, they felt like, oh, I should marry when I'm 22, when I'm 25, when I'm, when I'm 30 years, when I'm 40 years. At least if I get married so I can give some people are around 60 years now. And it's not that they're receiving proposal. Some people too, they want to get married, they are ready, but anybody who proposes to them is a married man. That's a hard ground. It's only married men. So don't the young guys who are single, who are rich, see them. Some people too, all the people that are proposing are not correct. It's a hard ground. If we don't get up and pray, and we sit down and say, oh, we are waiting for God's time. Anybody who tell you I'm waiting for God's time is a lazy person. 
God is not a late God for you to wait on him. He waits on you. So in a prophetic literal term, when we say I'm waiting on God, it doesn't mean I'm waiting for God to do something. It means that I've entered the realm of God, but I am waiting for his voice that's already spoken. What God will tell your children, 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 he has already said it. It is your duty to buy into the mind of God to know. What God has said concerning your life, he has already said it. You have to be at that spiritual frequency to know this is what God is saying. If we don't get to a place where we inquire of God, we will be making a big mistake. So the heart of the Spirit for this season is that we get to the place where we'll be able to ascend to the frequency of God. God operates in a certain dimension. Until we get to that dimension, we cannot have an encounter with Him. So God will tell Moses, Moses, if you want to encounter me, you come to the mountain. You need a certain, a certain atmosphere, a certain altitude for us to have an encounter. Am I communicating? If we sit down, we fold our arms and we say, why me, why me, why me? You keep saying it forever and you will never find God doing anything for you until we get up and we begin to locate what is wrong. Let me tell you something. At least I can give you a foundation for what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Watch this. When you read the Bible, it says that I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken no, his children begging bread. Am I correct? Is that not in the Bible? The day I read that scripture, I said, God, your word says everything you say is here in amen, everything is true. But God, this scripture is wrong. This scripture is false. And you can bear with me. I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen a righteous forsaken. No, his children begging bread. Even in our world, is it not true that the people that the Christian nations they are the one who beg for them around you the people that are righteous who every day they are praying the same God they are the ones that so haven't you seen a righteous man forsaken and you shouldn't begging bread before so I said God this scripture is wrong God said I can never be wrong I said it is wrong God said I can never be wrong he said okay go back because this scripture is in Psalm and the next scripture I'm about to go to is also in so go back to the scriptures and read something Guess what? The same Bible said, if the foundation of the righteous be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Which means that if you see a righteous man forsaken and he shouldn't beg in bread, there's a problem with this foundation. So look at the foundation before you speak. That is why you look at Christian nations begging for money, begging for this, and we're not supposed to beg for those things. But it's because we have a wrong foundation, a wrong mentality. Some of us, it's not mental, me mental chains, it's mental chains. The foundation is wrong, the orientation is wrong, the frequency is wrong. We need God to come through for us. And you know what? There's something that is going to happen to your life tonight. Do you know that a room, man of God, do you know that a room that has been dark for a thousand years, a room that has been dark for 50 years, a room that has been dark for one million years, and a room that has been dark for two seconds, no matter how long or how short the darkness has been in the place, when light appears, whether the, the darkness has been there for 10 years, 1,000 years, million years, no matter how long the darkness has, has presided over that atmosphere, if light appears, it expels the darkness. I don't care how long your, your, your issue is and how oh. strong your condition is and how problematic your situation is and how dark the darkness is and how thick darkness the darkness is. The light of God is coming to you in your home. The entrance of his word bringeth light and understanding to the simple. Let light penetrate through this medium right now. And let somebody be transformed. Let that darkness be expelled. Let freedom and liberty come to someone. The one who typed an amen. I declare a 24-hour miracle. I declare a 7-hour miracle. I declare a 50-hour miracle. Let the God of heaven visit you right where you are. People of God, after this meeting, something will change your life. Somebody's a man of God. How do I fix my ground? How do I get my ground fixed? Second, come Holy Spirit.
Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. Your answer is there. Two Chronicles 7 14. This is God speaking in God's own words. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear them from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. If you read the other verse, and I will heal their ground. Listen to me. This is God speaking. He said, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. If my people, which are called by my name, you can be a people of God and have the name of God upon you and still have your ground in trouble. That's why we come to church and we call on the name of the Lord and they call us Christians and we come and we cry, we do everything, we don't address the issue that must be addressed and we are still fighting battles because what must be dealt with, we are not dealt with. But tonight, let heaven visit you. May the God of heaven answer you in the name of Jesus. If my people, God is saying, have people are called my name, who are called by my name, they are my people, but their ground needs a healing. One day they went to the prophet Elisha. They said, prophet, we beg you, you need to help us. He said, what is going on? And they said, prophet, the condition of our city, the condition of our ground, the condition of our nation looks beautiful from the outside, but on the inside, there's nothing good. They said, even the ground is barren and the water is bitter. There are many people, they look beautiful on the outside. You know what? Everybody is dealing with something. Everybody looks okay until you have a deep conversation with them. Everybody looks alright until you have a deep conversation with them. But right, by the act of the Spirit, the, 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 the infinitely holy, infinitely wise Holy Spirit is going to have a conversation with your spirit, your destiny, your soul. He's going to have a conversation with your body. And by the spirit of revelation, wisdom, and knowledge, who knows and certain the deep things of God except the spirit? Who knows everything except the spirit? He knows what is going on in your life. He know, He's having a deep conversation with you right now. And as we join hands to pray, as, as, as a commission, as a fold, the Lord will hear us. And somebody you receive your deliverance. Many of you have gone through so much that you don't even believe there's deliverance for that particular thing. You never thought that there can ever be a change in that matter. But hear the word of the Lord. God is coming through for you. Yeah, God is coming through for you. There's going to be a transformation. There is going to be a change. There is going to be a turnaround. If my people which are called by my name. Have you forgotten? He said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. They are my people, but there's something that makes them perish. Lack of knowledge, my people perish, which means gain of knowledge. My people will flourish. So when we lack, we perish. When we gain, we flourish. I pray for you. The last kind of ground is called the fruitful ground. No amount of bad seed placed in the, in the fruitful ground will affect it. A fruitful ground is a blessed ground. It's a ground that responds to every good seed and rejects bad seeds. It's a ground that cannot be corrupted. It's a ground incorruptible. The healing your ground needs. Listen, your marriage is a ground. Your mind is a ground. Your education is a ground. Your family is a ground. I pray for you. If there's something called divorce that has afflicted your family ground, that nobody in the family can ever have a good marriage, today that ground will be healed. If there is a the history of sickness in your family, where people will fall sick, where people will die mysteriously, that ground will be healed of that canker. The years that the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, and the locusts are eating, the Lord is going to restore. And He's going to do that through the real fire ministry. God is going to do something. But that's tonight. I speak over your life. I just saw a ring, a ring, a wedding ring fall from the skies. 
until somebody's marriage has been released. I see foreign currencies falling. There is restoration for financial losses, even past financial losses. The Lord is transforming. The Lord is healing. The Lord is working on your ground. Are you ready to pray? We want to pray. Lord, let me finish the scripture. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their ground. Listen, heaven will hear you tonight and your ground shall be healed. Some of you, you are, you are aware of the problem. The problem is so loud. Listen, there are different types of problems, but we have a problem called a noisy problem. It's so loud that even your opponent, even your neighbor, even your enemy can know that this is what's wrong with you. That's a noisy problem. And our problems shall be counted with a noisy miracle. A man had been at the pool, but every time that there is a stirring, Every time that something good must happen for him to be healed, he said that he will not be able to get into the water. But that day, Jesus went to him. His miracle was still unmade. He received a special attention. God is coming through for you. The days of weeping are over. The days of sorrow is over. The days of sleepless nights, the days of nightmare, the days of waiting for answer and not getting answers. The days of dry atmosphere. The days of waiting and not getting anything. The days of failure at the edge of success has come to an end. And I speak to somebody. There is a day that Hannah will conceive. There's a day that Goliath will be killed. There's a day that the Red Sea will part into two. There's a day that the Israelites will leave Egypt. There is a day that Jacob will receive his salary. There's a day that Jacob will leave the house of Levan with great possessions. I don't know where you have been enslaved and what kind of captivity you have been under, but tonight I speak as a prophet of God that you are coming out. You are coming out. David never submitted a CV, but God mentioned his name to Samuel. May somebody's name be rehearsed in the ears of his helper. May somebody's name be anointed for a great purpose. May someone be elected by grace. The anointing to stand out rest upon you. The anointing to make it rest upon you. In the name of Jesus. Time begin when you can hear me. Man of God. Man of God. I'm supposed to end this meeting. This is what the Spirit of God is ministering to me. We are going to do something right now. I need just 20 people. You are lifting a seed of 1,200 seeds. The Lord ministered to me there are 12 months in the year. You are seeing, Lord, a new beginning in my life. I'm going to pray for you, and it's a prophetic direction for you tomorrow. Just lift your hand or type in the chat room. I'm doing it. You are lifting a seed of 1,200 seeds right now. Just post in the chat room that I'm doing it and some of you you have to do this and as a point of contact standing for your families I see a new face my eyes just open I'm seeing a gate that has opened for new beginning you're going to do a seed of 1200 cities you're going to do a seed of 600 cities lift your hand or post in the chat room right now post in the chat room right now Listen, it's very difficult for me to do this until I've heard. Man of God, I don't know who is going to be keeping track of the names of the people that are here. But the battles we are fighting, listen, the day Moses lifted his hands on the hill, even the weakest in the army of Israel killed someone. Why? When the hands of Moses was lifted, it was an instruction from heaven. 
that empowered them. When he studied the psalm, he said, and Israel won the battle. And how did they would say, and the Lord was with them, fighting for them. He was among them. They would lift a sword. By the time they want to pierce, they see their opponents going down. By the time they want to kill, they will see their opponents going down. Why? By a prophetic instruction. They had lost all the battles, but the Lord spoke. Listen, all the fivefold ministries are important, but when things are hard, when there is crisis, there is a need for the prophet to appear. Check the entire scripture. That's why we are blessed to have an apostle who carries a strong prophetic mantle for this ministry. And it will take a man who is spiritually sensitive to put such a program together. I see Pa saying, I'm doing this. I see Dorothy says, I'm doing this uh, online like this, together with you. And pray with them and give them direction. Okay, I see Mary's hand up. I see Judith. I see your hand up. Somebody else, I think Ben. So, is it Gerard or Gerard? Please get the name stamped. 1200 the 600 that's a direction for you those who are doing every seed there's a prophetic direction can you lift your right hand wherever you are we are praying one prayer and i want you to pray with boiling anger pray with the heart of enough is enough that oh god heal my ground attend to my plea hear my voice and heal my ground in the name of jesus Lift up your voice and pray. Type amen if you can hear me. Now to the last thing. If you have a document here, I ask you to get documents for tonight. If you have a document here, get them right now. In the next 10 seconds, I want everyone to get your documents. Um, I want to pray for you. Latoya, bless you. Uh, I see that somebody else has done that to somebody type down. Uh, it has authority. And 
is it is it Lyndon Kessie? I don't know if I'm pronouncing your name well, but there is also okay Judith. So if you've done that, you can type that. But from uh, uh, okay, somebody because I have my document. Narita says done. From 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 Gerard, if you have done your seed, send him a private message of the amount you did, so that we can know how to speak to you on the prophetic direction to pray for you. Right. Okay. Somebody else says done. All right. So. Uh, get your documents right now. Let me pray for you. Thank you, Father. The Bible says in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 2, when Nehemiah was embarking on a journey to rebuild the city and the broken supporters of his fathers, he said he went to the king, and the king granted him permission. But he demanded a letter, a document from the king. And the letter was that when he gets to the king of Asa, when he gets to the king beyond the river, when he gets to the king beyond the forest, even to the timberland, he will be permitted to get timber and everything that he needed. From today, just as Nehemiah declared, the Bible says from the verse 6 of chapter 2, book of Nehemiah said and the king granted me my request because mm. of the gracious hand of the Lord my God that was upon me mm. let the gracious hand of the Lord my God rest upon your head amen I pray for you your name is not a bad name but your name is a good name no evil can be associated with your name I pray for you I anoint your name with the yoke breaking, bedding, lifting, yoke destroying power of the anointing. In the name of Jesus, if there's anything attached to your name, tied to your name, entangled with your name, that 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 brings you down, that makes you take one step forward but ten steps backward. From today, that thing is broken from your life. Whatever the enemy has succeeded in manipulating when it comes to your name, from today I command you to scatter by fire. Amen. All the documents in your hand from today. I declare them fruitful documents. Amen. You will do well, and it is well with you. Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless Amen. you, and see you tomorrow night. Get a bottle of oil if you can get that. Get a bottle of water if you can do that. Tomorrow night is fire. The Lord bless you and favor you. See you again. I hope you are blessed. God bless you, Apostle. And over to you. Thank you. Amen. 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 Uh, God bless you, prophet. God bless you, prophet. Uh,